the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 191. We're going to call this one Earning It, because no doubt, over the last two matches, our boys have indeed earned it. Uh, Let's be honest. There's been hard work, pragmatism, guile, all essential tools uh, that help a team with aspirations for playoff glory. The things that we've been missing, the grinding stuff that gets you to win in the playoffs showed up in the last few games. It didn't have to be pretty. It had to be effective, and that's what they did. Uh, It's, again, not entertaining for the most part in many cases, but definitely it's entertaining to win, so we'll take it that way. Um, After a bitter defeat at SKC, it would be easy to see a team fall farther behind. Our team obviously didn't. They took it to heart, turned things around, and got in the win column, not once but twice on the road. Very different different mindset from our guys, a different approach. Adversity usually was a thing that was a problem for us. This time, not so much. Uh, the win had, had Austin their second or their first defeat at home at the Q2 Stadium. So that's history making. Uh, we got a big step in the right direction. Now we're all got a little bit of momentum behind us. All of us do. You know, you have a bounce in your step. Um, and today we're going to talk about that. Break it all down. We're going to look into community updates. The road ahead the schedule gets really interesting really quick. And uh, the latest rumors surrounding the black and gold, because there's been some fun ones and some funky videos out there that everybody's seeing. And Bob actually got to talk about it after the last game. So we get to talk about that, too. Uh, So here it is. We're in the game. Time to talk about it. But before I do that, I have some introductions to make. First and foremost, this is going to be helping me today for the most part of the episode, pretty much the entire episode, is the one, the only Tony Hernandez. Welcome to the show, Tony. How's it going, you guys? Hey, how's it going, Zach? <laughs> How are you feeling after last night? A lot better. Long season ahead, but a lot better that we get three points and keep ourselves in the middle of the pack. Right. I mean, we'll take middle of the pack right now. It's okay. Could yeah. be otherwise, right? I mean, oh. we could be awesome. <laughs> we could be exactly talking all kinds of smack and can't back it up. Loving every little bit of that. You can bang the drum all you want. You got to get the job done, and we did it. Uh, Tony, this is your first time on the pod ever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, we've been standing together in the North End for a long old time now, doing yeah. our thing. Um, viewing parties, you name it. You've always been around, always talking football with you, always having a great time. And it's like, well, might as well record this thing and keep it, <laughs> yeah, make it, make it for keeps, man. So beyond honored to have you on board, man. This is, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. We've been talking about it for a little while in the back and forth and game on we're here so with that being said i might as well get to the business of it so y'all know punk's gonna come on later talk about community definitely talk about vinyl i'm pretty sure he's not gonna throw willie nelson at you like i did last time but uh yeah he'll be in here pretty soon to talk business of music and community but let's get to the game because dude i know why you're all here uh so let's be honest every game since pretty much kansas city we finally had a different lineup used to be completely predictable we knew it was going to come out every week every week the system's going to be the same we're all complaining about it now it seems like our club enjoys changing 
from match to match and sometimes changing in the middle of a match. This is new. This is different. And it's paying dividends. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm really happy to see what's happening decision-wise as of late compared to the past. Big time different. So what are the changes? What did we do this time? Well, number one, Romero has clearly become our first choice. Tony, do you think it's pretty much a lock? This is our starter now? Well, we he was supposed to be for the future, not going to lie. Cisnego was doing like a bang-up job. But when you have the hot hand, unfortunately, you just keep going. Just keep going until... That- yeah, them up it's a life cause... of a goalkeeper, right? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're only good as your last game, and exactly. uh, you're only good as the hot hand that gets his shot. So mm-hmm. the life of the goalkeeper. That's all right. You know, Sis is going to get minutes, dude. It's only a matter of time. There's going to be some busy weeks ahead. He'll get his minutes. I know that for sure. Uh, but Romero, yeah, he's earned his spot. He's looking the role. So the guys look like they trust him, right? Well, his, his communication is really well, and it's not like it's he's never out of place. And when he goes and attacks, it's always with like a purpose, never a hesitation at all. He fully yeah. commits in his in his his activities. I mean, the Segura save against RSL, everybody said, "Wow, he got caught out." He didn't stop. He kept going. He he sold it. He's like, "Well, if I'm here, I'm here," and that paid off. If he would have tried to back two steps up, like, "Oh, I got to correct myself." The guy sticks it next to his ankle. It's it's done. He gets slotted in, and that's the, that's over. So, give it to him for the confidence. It definitely is paying off. The other weird thing that we saw, and honestly, I do think this is an interesting setup. You could say, well, I guess it was the five three two again. But in you oh, might say guy. that, but it wasn't. You could yeah. say that, but it wasn't. Um, we do know that there were wing backs. Bob said there were wing backs. Did they look like wing backs? Kim, Kim looked like a wing back. Raheem, who he said was a wing back, <laughs> I'm not so sure he was a wing back. Say it all you want. There's definitely wing involved and maybe like 5% back, but he was definitely free to roam on his side of the field. And so it really made an interesting dynamic. To me, it felt like a 5 2 1 2. Of course, with the wing backs always moving all over the place. Of course, why yes. do I say that? Because it really did look like a Twest and Latif were a little more reserved this match. They were dropped in deeper than usual for Latif. I thought he was dropped in many cases deeper than we normally see him. And why do I say the one? Well, Sifuentes was definitely playing higher than normal. Uh, And so he was kind of in between it and sometimes in the middle of it. And then you know who your two were naturally. Yeah. Times though, it did look like Raheem was the other winger (laughs) for a lot of the game. Like he was another winger and then Sifuentes would drop out a little farther. (laughs) It was wild. I got to say the left side of our lineup was really out there. Um, not what I expected, not to see so much freedom from a guy you're calling a wing back. Not saying Raheem had the greatest game in the world, but, but he definitely like, had the freedom. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, really it cool. was, oh no, I was going to say it was just, it was just a curveball. Best way to say it. Like something no one's used to because as we've been in this, this league for how long it's literally, this is what you get from LAFC. This is what we have to do to stop you. And now we have something that teams don't know what to do. And now they don't know who's on the field at the miss point, you know? Right. It's the very definition of pragmatism, right? Exactly. You look at what the other lineup's going to do. They're going to play the four, three, three. Who is their highlight player? Lately, it's been Fagundes, a left wing which maybe explains why Kim didn't go up as much as he normally does and had moments where he had to drop in back. He had to respect Fagundes, 
who almost burned us in this match. And you're going to talk about that. Uh, and Raheem didn't really have that threat on his side from anybody on that side. So that kind of maybe explains why so much freedom was given to Raheem. Now, Raheem did get his shot. And you can debate. Did he take advantage of his shot? Did he not? Or does he fall into the performance? It's really up to you. I think Bob was extremely happy with what he saw from him because of the assignments he was doing. Pressure he was applying. A lot of us probably frustrated with some decisions he was making. But it was an interesting time of day. What was your take on Raheem for the day? Honestly, he feels like a utility player. Kind of what Blessing was in the first couple seasons. You know, because... Blessing went from striker to midfield to defense, and that's what Raheem has kind of been the whole time nowadays. Like you, like we'd say today, he was a left quote unquote left back, but not really. So right. I, I feel like he is the new Latif, but not Latif. You know what I mean? Because you can't replace Latif, of course. But no. that's where it's kind of heading, at least what I see from Bob. What I do like from Raheem is I do like how he's so willing to get stuck in. He doesn't, he doesn't hesitate. He does get stuck in. He does get physical. He doesn't mind that side of the game. Um, but then there is still that technical ability that he does have. Yes, he makes some wild decisions and some errant passes. But in tight quarters, he's been actually pretty, pretty strong in that type of play. So there's the ups and downs. Trust me on it. There's stuff about him that, that drives me crazy. I, Tony's probably heard it from me. But oh yeah, yeah the work rate can't be questioned. So no. you can't, you can't, and then the assignments and following them, you can't question that. So really an up and down day, but I do think overall squad was happy with him and that that's really who he's playing for in the first place, right? Stay in the lineup, do what, do what Bob needs, do what the club needs. So yeah, uh, Sifu returned to his rightful place in a way he was a little more advanced, but he's still back, back in the lineup, starting doing what he does best. Uh, the revelation of Kim Moon Hwan just continues. We're gonna lose him probably, hopefully, by and give him give us one more year with him. But I, if maybe winter break, he might be gone. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, talent wise, there's only a matter of time before we lose him. There's there's no question. Kim Moon Hwan will be playing in Europe. You might be right. Within two seasons, uh, he'll be gone. There's no question. His quality. Oh, it's yeah, unmatched. it's next. It's next level. I mean, look in the league. Is there any anybody playing wing back or on the right side that dominant right now? No, no. I'm like the only place you can talk about is literally the Euros. <laughs> yeah, watching England's system and how they exactly. bomb up the sidelines. You were mentioning that off air. It was reminding me of, of the English team and the way their players were performing from that same area. You, you said it was almost like he was on the team, right? Oh yeah, because like I said, he's he's running the same way that it should be uh, no one like i still it's still hilarious throughout our our the mls league that we picked him up and everyone was like why are you picking up this random kid from the last place team in korea it's like well he has talent and we saw that and now you're seeing it and people are questioning it it's not always the quote-unquote Brian Rodriguez's of leagues and stuff like that. Sometimes it's just those gems that you can find, like a Twesta, like like Kim. So, who knows? Yeah, I don't mean... It's not even a matter of, like, finding a gem. He was well-known in, in, in South Korea. He's an up-and-coming national player, the heir apparent to the position that he currently plays, the playmaker for his team that did get relegated. He was still their top dog as an outside wingback 
Yeah. He was the playmaker. Like, go figure. Which he's doing with us. Watch the play. The ball's flying over that way down, rather than up the middle in most cases. It's now been brought around. So, yeah, we're lucky. We're very lucky. And I can't believe it is sad that it took this long to finally get it to see him full time, right? Because he hasn't oh, played that many <laughs> games as in the starting lineup. So, it's what a revelation. What a to revelation. Be to be honest, he could mm-hmm. be a leading scorer for all we know. For how many shots he has on goal, he could be leading scorer of this league at the moment if he started. A little more confidence. Oh yeah, in his shot. Yeah, because he does like to to distribute a little more than shoot. But yeah, there's there's a lot of more there's a lot more goals. And you know, the first goal we could say, yeah, that was that was all him. Oh right, it was it was coming from the last game. <laughs> let's be honest. Right, it's continuation. Yeah, it's continuation. We never see a drop off with him. Not yet. I hope we never do. Right. But oh, no. it's 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 been good to see. Uh, Mac was in the lineup. That was your other big change. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Why? Because he actually plays really well for Canada, and that Mac. that kind of play can come back here eventually. Eventually, they, go for it. Go for it. Like like Vince always says, like Max statistically is a really good player. The problem with him, and it's. It's something that, it's, of course, you see it all the time is he makes the bad play that leads to the goal. And that's the mm-hmm. issue with him. Statistically, he can distribute the ball. He's a good leader on the field. He's not as fast as everyone needs to be, but he, it's just those mistakes. He just needs to, I don't know, stop. It's, I don't know, moving, selling stuff on offer up. I don't know. <laughs> No, I, it's tough. It's really tough because you're right. It's the decision making. It's the it's the thought process that he's falling short on. Um, and I do believe that last year we kind of that's where we kind of lost it a bit because the season before that the decisions were correct. Yeah, it, he's just been he's not been quite there. The speed, the decision making's not quite there. Not at the same pace that he used to do. It could be that the players around him are moving at a quicker pace, and he just hasn't developed with them. That that can happen, uh, but he has had time off and time away, so adjustments are what they are. It's tough. It's really tough because, to be honest, he's kind of played himself out of the lineup for the most part. He's for Canada. He's doing great. The system he's in there for us. Maybe the system's just changing, and he like it happens. We've seen I've seen so many players leave and go to other places where they think they fit the system, and next thing you know, they are what they're pretty much loaned to another team. Yeah, yeah. Tell it till it fits. If it's better for them, and they get the proper play time and develop, mm-hmm. uh, that that's where it's at. You know, there's a lot of positives to Mac. Uh, just lately, it, it's been a bit off, and and the guys that are taking his role are thriving in that role. Latif playing this attacking mid setup where he has the three center backs behind him. So he has a little bit more freedom and a little less risk. Cause that was always the issue with Latif is the risk assessment. Cause he was same thing. He'd make passes that were low percentage, but really, really high cost. You could say now those aren't as much of a threat. Cause there's somebody always behind him, like backing him up. Right. So now right. I can get a little bit more crazy with the passing and it's okay because that's what ex- that's as expected. You're supposed to press, you're supposed to create something. So that's okay. And he has moon next to him or Kim Moon Hwan next to him. And, and it's just boom. 
there's always the the interchange there and and so it fits it fits and seafood come on there's no reason anymore to have him out of the starting lineup none no justification for it at this point he's performing he's finally getting into his drive we 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 are seeing the potential that our our head office saw and now we're finally seeing it 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 took a while but again it's 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 the it's always the new area it's not like again luckily la is more latin america friendly especially but it's la is it's very distracting is the best way to say it. You know what I mean? You get lost. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. It's easy to get lost in it. Certain players, definitely the shiny objects will take them away from the game. Uh, Sifu, he seems pretty darn focused to me. So good times. He's getting better. I think Bob mentioned that in the press conference, just how certain players are training better into it, getting used to it, how, how, how Kim needed more time just to, to, to figure out what was wanted of him. And now you can see what he's doing. So it's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful to see how things are breaking them, breaking out. Uh, first half highlights, Tony, what to you stood out in that first quite choppy kind of half? Besides the field being horrendous, <laughs> um, it was a very, like we've been saying this whole time for the past couple of minutes, it was a very, inspiring team the movement everything like the passers were there was every pass had a purpose even if it was a missed pass or something we we were fighting that was the whole thing is just we were finally have that fighting spirit that somehow i don't know where it went where it was where it was going but we've been finding it and honestly big ups to kim it was that with latif and yeah that was that was the biggest stand i was just kim and latif just literally every setup was those two literally mm-hmm. you can watch the highlights it's just you literally see those two boom 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 bella boom boom rosie everybody it doesn't matter who it was it was always those two t- with some touch with the last touch or the first touch yeah it was it was just wild to see them take over the game they did they really did. It was they were a handful. You saw how some of the dirty tackles that were were spent on them. <laughs> they gave it back. Uh, there was a lot of physical change back and forth and risk and yeah. I mean, the physicality. What? How did you like how that played out? They honestly, Austin had something to prove. Again, yeah. we beat them in their first ever game. They wanted us to. They wanted payback. There's a certain podcast out there that was uh, predicting our demise badly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to that one. I saw it. Yeah, but it was it was nice that we were answering back. You know what I mean? We weren't just taking it and pretty much not like just shying away from it. We were giving it right back to them as much as they were. Exactly. Exactly. We didn't give anything up. We didn't give up ground. We didn't yield. We didn't let anybody boss us. And that was the first half is kind of like tit for tat. Okay, you take the hits. I'll take the hits. But we're going to get through this first half and and not giving anything up because we're coming for a result. That was really my vibe. Um, There were some crazy stuff that stood out. Uh, 24th minute. uh, The goal that wasn't. The 
that the gold, it wasn't. It was yeah. so what? Yeah, you, what? you explain what? it because it, it. I was pissed. I'll be it, honest, I was pissed. So it was a. It was literally a VAR turn back, but it was. It was literally a. I don't know how to say it. it was like a little just bump shoulder kind of like the the knee was in the wrong position and he fell and then the, he let it go on then that was the problem is as much as you as if there's a foul don't call it back like that like right I was listening to the, when I was rewatching rewatching highlights on the English broadcast they thought it wasn't going to they thought they were going to stay on the Spanish, they thought it was going to stay as well. They, of course, there's some bias over there in Mexico, which they don't like us too much. But they were they were saying that they're surprised that it got turned turned to a disallowed goal because of the foul. Yeah, the Austin announcers were like, "Oh, that's that that's not going to get overturned," and then it did. Even they called it like, "Ah, oh, no, that's going to count. It's going to count." It didn't make sense. It said it felt like they were looking for a reason. Because it was so far behind on the play. It really was. It's like ancient history that you're bringing back to call back a goal. It is like, bizarre to me. Like if it's it's like when it's like if you're going to give him a card, just wait till after the play and that's fine or whatever. It wasn't a card, but like that, like that's how it usually has gone ever since I've been playing soccer. It's like there's a foul that's with the ball and there's a yellow card. They still let it play through and then you get the ramifications later. But but it only plays through if the other team has possession that was fouled, not the team doing the fouling, right? You'd call it right away. Yeah, but that was just, like I said, that was just so terrible. It, I don't know. There was a lot of terrible calls in general in every game today. <laughs> but we'll just... Yeah, it was it was pretty trashy in the first half. That's for sure. Uh, outside of the disallowed goal in the 24th minute, you move forward. 39th minute the boys get one back. Uh, interesting yeah. counter on that. Interesting play. Cause it basically came from Austin, a gift from Austin. Let's be real. Their goalkeeper distributed the ball poorly. Uh, Kim Moon Juan decided that uh, he was going to take it himself with a proper give and go. Flawless <laughs> give and go. Got himself isolated in front of the keeper in front of goal. You think, yeah, he's got another one. And somehow it doesn't go in. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, Sifuentes is always there. He just knows the game. He reads it. He's there to put it away. The funny and, thing, mm-hmm. I was gonna say, the funny thing about that play was was Kim thought he messed up and the ball was gone. He didn't even realize Sifuentes put it in until like afterwards, because <laughs> he oh, yeah, had he his was... head his head on his shoulder, his head like, oh my god, I missed an opportunity, and he didn't realize it was scored until later. <laughs> <laughs> way later yeah no he he was really shocked by the whole the whole thing and then just euphoria because again that give and go from from kim Moon juan that was the story it was such a bang bang play yes it was a turnover in their half which you're supposed to punish them but it's just the way he kind of took it upon himself to make it happen that's just perfection it really is so yeah. that was pretty much all she wrote i do i will say that the first 20 minutes of the game we were a little bit out there defensively and we're getting caught up. Uh, I know Romero had did have to make one big save in the first half uh couple. from the near post. Yeah, that one. Couple, but one that was like I think if we had anybody else in the net on, on at that moment, it's probably going in. If we had anybody from last year in the net, it's certainly going in. Um uh. <laughs> right? No. Uh, right? No, no, yeah. Uh, honestly. So he keeps it keeps he it keeps connected. it. I don't know yeah. if it's a center to gravity or something or but 
he just knows when to dive and when knows when to put his hands at certain moments. He was He's just always there. Stopper. Yeah, yeah. No, I again happy what he did in the first half, and I was like, wait, that's another shutout half. That's the first thing came to my head is, wait, we didn't allow a goal. Like, what's going on here again? <laughs> We're on, we're on a streak here. So second half comes around, and same old thing. It's just murder ball at moments. Guys just hammering stuff off the ball, on the ball. Yeah, it got it was nasty. I mean, there were nasty, nasty moments. Uh, and it's not like we were just taking it. We were giving it. And we'll show you guys in the stats. Like, hey, we don't mind giving it anymore. It's nice. Uh, but we, we did what we had to do. Uh, I think at this point, you probably agree with me at this point. Raheem was kind of fading a bit. Uh, it was kind of looking a little unstable. And so Bob made the wise decision. See, I'm giving you credit, <laughs> coach. Uh, he made the wise decision to bring in Tristan Blackman, take out Raheem, switch things around, take Blackman back there to be another one of those center backs, uh, get Farfan the chance to become the wing back, wing backs, uh, and go to it. And honestly, my preferred favorite lineup at that point, uh, at that moment was, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I think we like the best. Uh, and the second half proved it. Uh, there were some sketch moments, but for the most part, it was pretty good. They did have a killer chance again off a header. What's with us in marking these things? But Ring had a, a basically an easy one in the 74th minute. He blows it. Uh, but it was again just poor marking in the box because well we don't mark. Uh, still we're having issues with that, and we got lucky. We were uh, right? honestly we were we were getting lucky on the marking. We were doing a lot better in the first half, noticing like all the corner kicks. I was like, oh my god, are we actually yeah. playing defense on set plays and yeah. knowing where the ball is going? And but then you see little hiccups like we just that like that, and I'm just like, oh, maybe we don't know. Who knows? <laughs> like, Minor regressions. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I, I'm gonna bring it up in the stats because you know what? That's something to talk about because there, if you look at the stats, you're like, wait, there's vast improvement in all these areas that we've always complained the most about. Now they've been addressed. So uh as it goes on, they don't get a finish, and guess what happens? Rossi finally gets dude. I was so looking for Rossi to get a goal. He needed to, to break the duck, and he did it in the 89th minute. A lovely setup from none other than Carlos Vela. <sighs> Dude, dagger, easy finish, far post, no big deal. Just arc that bad boy in there, put it away, make it look easy. Oh, it was it was beautiful just to see it go in and then just to see the crowd just slowly empty after that. <laughs> that was they, fun to see. Yeah, it was. They already knew it was already over, but then that goal just emptied the stadium even more and turn out the lights yeah yeah as much as <laughs> it's a beautiful state it looks pretty good uh there's some weird stuff about their stadium that was it but it was they just need to be put down to their where they need to be a little bit let's just say yeah they needed to get pegged down a bit that's for sure i mean i gotta say al rate is putting on a top rate show now that he's over there because he's kind of running the sh the run of show, right? Yeah. Um, it, it looks great, the neon green and all that. Thank goodness the lights didn't go off when they scored, because they didn't, because uh, <laughs> that is kind of an experience to see that. Uh, but yeah, we kind of just gave him a little reality check there and took this game on the road. Uh, a lot weren't expecting it. I think more people were thinking we were going to get escape with a draw or something like that. Not the case at all. Uh, we got through. Now you're like, 
well, you guys are so up in this. We didn't, we didn't dominate this game. No, we didn't at all. I didn't think we played to dominate the game. I think we played to counter these guys. I think that's exactly as the pragmatic approach that reminds me a lot of Seattle when they're on the road. I keep saying it. Why? Because those guys are up there. That's who you're chasing. Their quality. They're up Kansas there. City, but... Right. There's a quality well, to them. But they can I'm grind pretty... it out. And, and that's what we need to be. It, that's we... the difference. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Jogo Bonita. Love it. I love when it goes around. But dirty. When you need to get dirty, we just need to grind it out. If we can grind it out. That's how you win championships. It's not. It's not always pretty, but when you can grind it out, it's chips just comes. Yeah, ask Columbus. Everybody grinds except for one guy, right? One showpiece or two showpieces that steals it in the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. But everybody else grind, grind, fight. That's what's needed from us to get results right now. We're not sliding by playing silky all the time. Sandpaper's winning the day in the moment. Let it win the day. That's fine by me. You're like, yeah, but, but, but. You know what? Seed some things and win the day. In terms of possession, this is a little surprising. Austin had 60% of possession on the day. That's a lot. That's a lot to concede. Uh, that means we were running counter and quick plays. We weren't, we weren't worried about the slow build. We were, we were hitting those the wing backs hard again. And just if we turn it over, oh, well, we had people to drop back. We'll get the ball back again. And they just a lot of that. Just go, 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 go. Um, expected goals. This is interesting. Even though we were outpossessed, our expected goals in the day was 1.51. Austin's was only 0.64. That's like quality chances in the box that should score. And they equate to that. So we actually were above board. We we're 151. We ended up with two. They were close to one, but not quite close enough. Second half, if you do look at the expected goals, there was a significant drop for Austin after we made the change and brought in Blackman. It pretty much, that was it. There was one chance, but really things were more stable for us. Now, in terms of shots, this is interesting. They had 14 shots. We had 12, but this is nice. We led on shots on goal. We had six. They only had four. Again, three center backs is a payoff, right? Exactly. You can't. You can't get them off in the box. There's always somebody in front of you. So that's good. Other fun things. Duels. We won it last week. We won it this week. 58 to 42 in duels. It's one-on-one challenges. Who's going to win the ball? 58 out of 58 versus 42. That's a rarity for us. It's not our vibe. It is now. Uh, Aerials, 12-12. Right? We're not the biggest team in the world. They're bigger than us. We got okay. like two. <laughs> Like two yeah. people who can actually battle in the air, and that's about it. Everyone else just got to get somehow. Some yeah, we win. Yeah, big boys. Uh, interceptions. We had 18 interceptions. They had 16. Fouls conceded. We won that one as well. 9-7. Wait, we outfouled somebody? Yeah, we did that too. Uh, corners. This is where you were like, dude, how did we not let one in? Austin had eight corners we had three they had eight corners you remember earlier in the year if they had three that meant one was dropping on us exactly and that's why i was saying are we finally playing our set pieces the right way and not letting just random people fly wherever they wanted to go so what what is going on here 
exactly exactly i I welcomed change so that that's the stuff i wanted to bring out is that we're winning the stats that win tight matches we're winning the grinder stats something we never did we always won the pretty ones not the grinders now it's kind of role reversal and we're getting results for it so is it the prettiest thing in the world no but we're winning and we're getting shutouts that's two shutouts in a row i think that's what three for romero now uh, yes, actually. Yeah. Three. Yep. So kids got three shutouts. We couldn't buy shutouts last season. Right. And this kid's popping three shutouts. I, I don't, I don't get it. It's a different world for us now. It's a good one. So I'm, I'm happy. Tony, what is your overall impression of not only the result, but the way we got it? I'm honestly happy. And I've been wanting the, I just been wanting something. That's why like any, any time a big, dirty defender was available Sergio Ramos like I wanted him because I wanted someone who was quote-unquote dirty but could get but was a good defender and could keep people in check but now it's we don't even need that we with our defenders now we finally have everybody that we need to defend and that's the whole thing is after our pretty much record-breaking season our defense just went poof and gone and now we finally got it back and that's all we needed it's and it's yeah it's not pretty it's not it's not beautiful but it it's results and that's what we need in the long term when 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 our stars can't perform we just need to grind keep grinding and grinding and eventually the opportunity will present itself and we'll put it away exactly because that that was always the thing is we always relied on one or two guys carry everything and just ride it out we kind of had even showpiece defenders for a little while there that that was really good for the highlight reel but not really good for getting the job done and love flying tackles but not not just squaring people up exactly. different story now very different story you know just just mention who's back there eddie segura people don't like calling him steady because of the whole rhyme but he is steady back there he just, is he it's Might smart. as well like keep it. I rather I I'd rather be called steady the whole time if that's what my defense right. is doing. Right, he's steady. So I was I always thought it was an interesting interchange between him and Murillo. Like we know Murillo can can have some silky touches on the ball, and he's done some really good distribution. But a lot of times defensively, he's kind of like the bull in the china shop. Oh yeah, and goes in there and wrecks stuff, and then Segura comes out and distributes the ball. This is like kind of like, I'll go kill the guy and then you take the ball, all right? Cool, let's do that. They kind of have this vibe. There is definitely a partnership, and it's been working really well together, even better when you throw Tristan into the mix. They have it. It works when they're together. And credit to Farfan having to throw in for this match to do it too. He did fade a lot towards the left, if you've noticed, in this game, because because Raheem. Yeah. Uh, but he still did the job. I give the kid credit. He really did slide in. And we mentioned it last episode. Well, maybe they're just going to slide him, and he did get slid into this. So good stuff. Yes, Mario, and I'm going to throw the comments up there right now. I'm going to do it now because it makes sense because we're getting conversations about Mario because I know everybody goes back to the Galaxy game. I know this. I know this. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. So we're going to we're gonna throw it out there. Uh, Jerry Reynoso's first comment of the day came up here to stay gold. Agree. You know how it is here. Uh, Smalls Kenobi, Sifu, Sifu, Sifu. Agreed. The story. Always the story as of late. He's stealing it. Uh, Jerry Romero is balling. Can't disagree with that one. Nope. Uh, 
also says very good with his feet contest majority of shots how many times have you seen him turn over the ball and distribute when he distributes the ball i don't think honestly, how many times i can count it maybe on my pinky toe that's how small it is <laughs> i think he had one in this game and it wasn't yeah. a dangerous situation one okay sis would go in there and it's four times where the ball would just get kind of floated out of bounds or near the yeah. touchline it was like a safety we don't see that uh i like this smalls i love this smalls kenobi says if we had this defense in 2019 we win the cup oh 100 percent. oh Those... the three center back setup yeah i think it's the system this system back then dude totally oh. i agree man you killer call because it's true it's true i think we found something special here Oh no! Uh, yeah, that, that check from Bella in that what was in the Seattle game where he gets knocked out that gets answered quickly and shuts down Seattle. And because right after that, like they felt, oh, we can bully them. Let's keep doing it. But with this new lineup, if we had that back then, they would have put a stop to that. And different game, ball game, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you look at who gets shut down now in Seattle is the guy that was killing us the last two years. And now mm -hmm. he doesn't even produce against us. So. There's that. Smalls Kenobi says Murillo gets too cute in the box sometimes. I agree. They all get too cute in the box. That's my biggest gripe about this team. It's still there. It hasn't gone away. Kansas City was only three games ago. It's not like it magically disappeared. We're so dead set on distributing out of the back that we become a liability rather than just keeping it simple. That agreed. Too cute. They all get too cute. They, it's a thing with us about playing the ball and, and insisting on keeping possession out of the back that you end up in a situation where you get a fat turnover and that's the game and you get to call it. So good call, Smalls, man. Good call. Uh, hey, Pablo's here. Hey, Pablo <laughs> Morales says, love you, brother. It's attitude, character, something we lack for so long, but apparently hard times are building a strong mentality. You're right. In other cases where teams would crumble and go into a losing streak, especially after that Kansas City match, it's easy to fall into a funk after that. They didn't. They got better. They got angry. Bob got angry. Bob switched things up. You'd have to, as much as I know we go into him sometimes, you have to give the man credit. He'd made the necessary changes. Don't say he didn't because he did make the necessary changes. Oh, 100%. And he didn't abandon it when it went wrong. He made the necessary changes. Yes, the starting lineups were still like, really? But they've paid off. The substitutions have paid off. We've gotten good moments after his substitutions have occurred. So how much are you going to say, right? The well, argument yeah. is there. Like I said, the only, right? the only quote unquote contention back is what happens when we get Mac. That's of course, but that's always a uh, consistent of what, what, what happens when Mac comes back, what happens when we get certain people back, so on and so forth. But at the moment, Kansas city was a wake up call for everybody. And you can mm -hmm. see in the last couple of games. Totally agreed. That, that had to be the wake up call. Not just pointing fingers, making changes, and he made good changes, and now we are where we are. Uh, and honestly, feeling really good about the pragmatic approach to the team right now. Pablo adds in, that's why we're winning on those stats. Exactly. Guts. Gotta. Right? We've always said, where, where is that with this team? They don't have it. I see it now. I don't think there's any doubt about that. There's some guts in this team. They're showing it.
Uh, thank you guys for the comments. Ooh, Small wants to talk about <laughs> B-Rod, which is going to be, you know, I'm just going to throw this because you're going to laugh, guys. If you looked at the run of show right now, if you did, the next thing we're talking about, who opened the window? The window. Okay, so yeah, let's transition because Smalls is going to force it. Everybody's like, what are you talking about? Smalls is going to force it. I'm just going to throw it up here. Smalls Kenobi says, will B-Rod play again? Who opened the window? The window opened on Wednesday. That means we can buy players and sell players. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, so this is your question, right? B-Rod is back in the mix. He's clearly back in the mix. All signs that I'm getting is he's coming home. I hate saying that. For a certain team, I hate saying it's coming home. Uh, I just going to say that. But I think he's coming back, guys. I do. As much as it pains some of us, I, I think B-Rod is, is going to be back. I don't know if starting lineup, but at least be in the squad and probably dress. Probably dress. Uh, I don't think he's going to go to Vegas. He's under contract with us. We're paying a lot of money for him. I might throw in a little a little side side note to that. He could be an experiment coming back. What you saw from Raheem this last match, could that be a B-Rod story? I Call him a wing back, but he's not really a wing back. Play his quote-unquote natural position that he plays. In his natural position of left mid? Yeah. Where he gets more space, but you call him a wing back? Could it be? Could Something be. crazy to think about. What do you think, Antonio? You think it would be crazy enough to do that? B-Rod is... I'll be the first. I was excited for the guy. I was ready to get the jersey for him. You know, I'd be excited for him. I don't know. He is a very problematic player in general his quote-unquote status of where he thinks he is in in all of Uruguay and all of just soccer is a very I, I guess the best way to say it is he thinks he's Suarez let's just be honest he thinks he's one of the <laughs> he thinks he could just anyone wants him and he's like, he just gets picked up like that but he is a good player he is a good player is just his are we not using him in the right system? No, but mentally, yeah. Mentally, he's not all there. He's on vacation at the moment. His last post was riding a, what was it, a horse back in Uruguay? <laughs> he's on a horse. <laughs> Sorry, we right have to laugh. Uh, yeah, I guess he gets vacation. Okay. If, I'll just say this. You think he had a humbling experience, uh, experience going over there? Oh, 100%. There if you okay. can't if you can't make it in second division and he's thinking he's premiership worthy and he can't even crack the starting lineup in a second division, I think he's it was a reality check for him. I think he needs to to like to like mentally going stuff like yeah. As is that <laughs> and also Alan also in the comments is like is sometimes it might be the agent too. Like he said, I don't know if B-Rod's a problem. It could be the agent. Like people yeah, talking in his yeah. head. I think so. So, yeah, Alan says, does B-Rod get vacation? Well, he's on a horse, so I guess he got vacation, right, Right, Tony? <laughs> exactly. uh, you said it. Uh, why hasn't he reported the team? He's too busy riding a horse. Uh, that's okay. 
I think some of us are kind of like, have a good time. Um, so there's that. Uh, he also said, again, Alan said, Alan Hernandez, give him some room to run. I agree. Yeah. And then, yes, that was a question that Alan had. So we're going to just throw into that. Is B-Rod the problem or his agent? It takes two to tango. Right? You yeah. can tell your agent to F off if you need to tell him to F off. But right? I... You're you're still in charge. You're employing him. <laughs> I know he's a kid. He is a kid. That oh, That's yeah. the other thing. that's hard. You see the maturity in, in, in his skill level. So you assume he's older than he is. But he's just a kid. He really is just a kid. So that's why, you know, I brought up the the experiment. He's still a malleable object. You can hammer things out from him to make him a little bit. Oh, get him some change, right? Get him to learn. And so Smalls, he's like, I'm down with that experiment talking about the wing back. I know it's crazy, guys, but I, I've seen crazier things. I mean, Stephen Betashore was a winger and a striker in his day. Yeah. He Gareth was Bale, Gareth Bale was defender, but when he first started his career, sometimes you do this things to survive, mm-hmm. right? And you want to play, and he'll get more time on the ball if he plays that role. A lot more time on the ball, right? Oh, hundred percent. And he'll have his room to do his his oh step overs, his flicks, everything. But it 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 as long as he quote-unquote is happy maybe he plays better if he's happy and gets what he wants right because then his stock goes back up and he gets sold again yay so i you know i'm good either way if he doesn't come back let him go back to peñarol turn things around in his career find himself that's fine by me too i had dp spots big hit a big hit maybe we can renegotiate that who knows uh that would be nice too if he does come back, he's definitely going to have to do something other than what he was already doing. So there has to be a change somehow, some way. And we play this new system, which is what Pablo brings up. And I like this from him. Pablo Morales says the plot twist is that he's going to succeed this time because we play different. You're right. You're right. That's where that wing play comes in. That's where other parts of it. Could he drop into a different midfield role? Maybe. Maybe. I just don't think the typical thing that we saw from him last year being so advanced up the field is, is the story anymore. I think oh. if he comes back, the role changes. It does. So I'm, I'm with the Apollo on that one. Uh, and so, yeah, that's the comments we've got so far. Good stuff, guys. Uh, we'll keep talking about community in order to properly do that though. We can't talk about community and what's going on without at least bringing in the one, the only LAFC punk, Jason Ariano. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. How you doing? How you doing, punk? Good, good, good. So good. Uh, you're kind of sitting there chomping the bit like, why didn't you bring me into the B-Rod story? I know you are. <laughs> so give us your two you, cents, and then we'll keep moving forward, okay? Well, you beat me to it. He's busy riding horses and doing Instagram photos. And um, I'm, I'm torn because, like, Tony brought up a great point. Uh, if he can't make it on a second division team in Spain, He's he's not going to be on a top team in Europe. He's not going anywhere in Italy. He's not going anywhere in England uh, as of right now. Uh, His value has gone down a lot because of his little time in Spain, I think. Uh, I think if if he goes plays hard, if he gives it all, he he could help us out. I mean, I know it's controversial, but gosh, it's – 
it's I'm so torn. I'm like the, the the guy is he's got so much potential, but I think he's just got he's young. I think he's kind of maybe full of himself right now. He's but I mean if he's on he's wearing our jersey, I want the best for him. You know, I want him to help our our club out. But uh, gosh, I'm I think there, there's so much going on with that guy, and there's so much mixed opinions on him and. And uh, in the LAFC nation, you know, the, the black and gold family. But I, if he's wearing our jersey still, I mean, I want him to do the best, but it's just, will he? It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> will he? I, I just don't, yeah. his, his attitude, I mean, I want to see a better attitude, you know, and I mean, if, if everyone had the attitude like Latif has, you know, we had a great team, but, you know, or Kim, attitude needs right? a lot yeah. on the team. Well, he doesn't yeah. have to produce too much. Like, if, speaking of old, like, strikers, look at Christian, what, what's his name, Martinez? Or my friend is mm-hmm. his name at the moment. Wait. He's in he's in Europe from Houston. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, he's doing and, what he's doing. Yeah, and but, he, he wasn't the greatest, and that's all you have to do. And his stock wasn't even as high as B-Rod, and he's playing in Europe. Not I mean, he's playing, I mean it is Aberdeen, though. It is Aberdeen. I, I talked that with Bam of that one, but <laughs> it's Aberdeen. No, 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 no. I like Aberdeen. I do. Oh, Bam! I one of the. <laughs> that's I his know. rival team. That's why I give him. That's why I give him all kinds of hell. Go Aberdeen. Yeah, but... there it is. Uh, no, I honestly, dude, it's anybody outside of the two top dogs in Scotland. It's a real drop off. So. Yeah, well, yeah. but it's... yeah, I don't know. I, what I do know is this: B Rod will have to change if he comes back. He'll have to approach things different. He'll also have to stay very humble for the things that he said before he left. There was no goodbye from him. It was very much a walk away. Done with this, right? It, that's the vibe I think we all got is, okay, whatever, I'm moving on. And now he has to come back here. So he has to win us back. He's got to win over the hearts. That's what he has to do. And the only way he does that is play well and play hard be a bit selfless in what he does with this team and and adopt whatever they throw at him. If he can do that, he's welcome with open arms. Really. If he does the job, he fights for us. He earns his way back. But if he comes, plays prima donna, complains, becomes that guy, send him off. Right. We're done. We're done. So that that's, that's where we're at with him. Uh, not much more we can add on this guy. I mean, we could talk for days about the B-Rod situation, <laughs> but for the money that we're paying for him, we're kind of stuck in, so we might as well make it work. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's something else that's frustrating. Just, I mean, we know how much money he's getting paid, and uh, it's... It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. But that's also the MLS dynamic with the DPs. You get real mad at DPs right away if you're not producing right away because of the financial oddity that is the DP spot. If you're DP, you don't have a chance to adjust it and you have to impact right away. That's the reality of, of Major League Soccer. So now, speaking of another player that's rumored, but no longer rumored to be coming to us, so that would be Bruce <laughs> Elmas Motti. No hat box, man. Like, what's up with that? Where's it at? I never, I never talk about things until I see a hat box. I'm very good about that because I understand that ink has to completely dry before you talk about a player because it costs you more money and I don't want to burn my own side. That's just, my approach to it. He's just too excited. Right? That's what happened. He was too excited. He's yeah. joined like the premier club that's out that's not like 
the up and coming, like, why wouldn't you want to come play over here? You know what I mean? Well, he's left footed, right? Mm-hmm. He's a winger. He's a Mexican youth international. Mm-hmm. And now he gets to play with one of the most prolific left footed players to ever play for the Mexican national team. Admit it, right? As a winger. Potential, I know yeah. we could talk about Vela's potential, but in terms of overall talent, if you're going to be an understudy, who would you want to learn from at this age as a, as a winger? 100%. Right? Carlos Vela. So this kid comes in, Bruce Elamismati. Yeah, I know the rumors were there, but Bob in the last press conference straight up talked about him. It's over. Cat's out of the bag. Okay? Apparently, they're looking at this kid to go play in Vegas and develop. That's that's what the conversation kind of led to in the press conference. But, of course, he trains every day with Vela and the team, right? Vegas trains here. So he's still training with us every day, and when he's ready, he gets his call up. So he's going to get minutes down there, up here, but it very much sounds like he's a two-way player for the sake of experience, so he's not riding the pine. That's okay. If he's willing to be the understudy and learn, Wow, that's a that's that's a nice change out at left wing compared to who who's played there before. We just talked about right now, right? Right. An excited a, a kid that's excited to come here and learn. I can't complain about that. He's a he's a kid. He looks like he's only fourteen years old. Oh yeah, like, he, he looks like a baby. He does, but he doesn't play like one. No, <laughs> no, no. Honestly, I mean, he, coming from Pachuca, I mean that's 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 a. Uh, that's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah. It's more impressive watching him with the youth, with the new youth national team, watching the run that they made to the final and, and just his abilities. Uh, it, he's been, honestly, he's been scouted for Europe too. He has, right? There, there's been people looking at him. It's, I think it's a bit of a shocker that he's coming here. I'll be honest. I don't know why Pachuca's letting him go. And I guess his contract was up in June anyway, so it doesn't even cost us anything. Just pull like, a PSG. That's, dude, that's super cool. Uh oh, that we're yeah. not even paying transfer fees for a player of his quality. What? Free, no nothing, no give up a co- like nothing. Bucks, nothing. Just nothing. No tam. Hi. No I mean there will be tam, right? The kid's gonna cost money, but you, nobody had discovery rights on this kid. We just snuck in on this. So I all I gotta say is John Thorrington, you're 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 the man for pulling this one off. This is this is one of those check the box, dude. This is this is cool. This is this is one of those good moves. He's not a DP. It doesn't sound anything like he's some kind of DP because we got three already. So this sounds like we've we've tam and gam something the way we like it. We don't know any details. We just know that he was mentioned in the press conference. Bob from Bob from the kid. The mouths are there, right? From the mouths of Babe, from the mouths of the manager. He's one of our own now. So, uh, good story. I think I spoke about it about three episodes ago about him because the rumor is about it's about three <laughs> weeks old. Um, it's just been floating around. Uh, but we got the video, so that was that was fun today, uh, last few days. Uh, so, he's here. I can't wait to talk more about him when we see him actually play. Now I have to watch Vegas games again. sorry guys uh it's it's hard to watch but i'll watch for him uh what's your take tony good move plus minus killer 100 percent. like any any player that we can get for free checks all the boxes that we need understudy to 
pretty much the left winger that you always want. Like, what else? Like, Pachuca is just stuck in their ways of, I'm sorry to say, Mexican's old guard of, he's he we like older players and we'll play older players until they're dead. So, I don't yeah, know. and I, you don't. I think that's a part of the Liga MX setup because the seasons are so short. You can't afford a losing streak or you're out. Well, right, anymore. short season. No, they, you know, these double seasons, you can't experiment because if you get if you do experiment in that league and you get blown out, you're out of a job like the next day. Oh, the carousel for coaching in that league is so quick that you can't develop youth in front of a in front of an audience. <laughs> it's it's hard to do. It's hard to do. So uh win for us all the way. Love it. Good good things. Funny though, they were talking about him going to Europe though. Like a lot of articles before this happened was like that generation of kids that were playing on that youth setup need to go. They need to go, they need to get out, they need to expand, and then he comes to MLS. So yay for us. Uh any other rumors? Have you guys heard anything so far? Been quiet otherwise, right? Yeah, I was looking today and not too much going on so far. It's always transfer windows, always usually exciting. Uh, I still think uh, the, the pandemic last year has kind of hurt that a bit. Uh, with teams not having as much money and stuff, usually it's more going on. But I think uh, we're, we're, we're going to, we're still recovering. I think the world of football is still recovering from the pandemic. So, uh, I mean, most stadiums are across the world are still empty, and that's what's. I mean, England's finally opening up. Uh, I know Germany. I mean, they had fans. I remember watching Bundesliga. They had fans for like one game, and then all of a sudden, they were gone. It depended. It depended on what region you were in Germany. It was very regional. So, like Bavaria couldn't get their numbers right at all. So the Bayern's just like, nah, we're not. We're not even gonna deal. Um, So they just chose not to because the numbers were too unstable where farther to the north, it was stable. So teams are filling back up again is very much a regional thing in, in Germany It's weird, but that's how they played it. It was very much, you know, well, they were really good with contact tracing. So I think that's why they were able to pull that kind of stuff off enough about the COVID man. We got to beat this thing, right? Get yeah. Shots, people. Uh, get it done. Get it done. So, uh, the other thing, oh, speaking of COVID, did you hear what happened with Montreal today? No, I haven't heard that. Wait, so, so they sold a player who, who didn't want to get his COVID shot. Oh, wow. Uh, was Eric Eric Hurtado, who he was in Kansas City last year. He went to Montreal this year. They're heading back to Montreal this weekend. They finally get to go back home again. But the one rule that was there to go back to Montreal – uh, was that the players had to ha- to get immediate transfer back home without a delay or quarantine time. They had to have their shots. If you didn't, it was a two-week delay every time you crossed the border, which if it was a pro soccer player, that's not a thing. <laughs> Yesterday, I was I was listening to like the broadcast, and they're like, they can't wait to go home, but apparently there's players that don't have it. And it was XM on the radio. I was listening to that, and they were talking like, I can't believe there's players that haven't got the shot. Well, we found out which one, and it was only one in Montreal that was the holdout, and that would be Eric Hurtado. Oh, well, yes, he got traded today to Columbus because he didn't want to get his shot, and they pretty much, Montreal said that. Like, we're wow. going home. We want to go home. We don't want to delay it any further. Um, all good to him. If he wants to stay in the States, that's fine. 
if you want to get the shot, that's fine. We'll move him on. And it got the right price for him anyway, so it's not like they, they got hurt in the deal. And he wasn't producing that much anyway this year. So everybody wins. I guess he doesn't have to get a poke in the arm. Oh, poor baby. Um, I just don't have any love for, for, for that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, I feel and, bad for these Canadian teams, though. Vancouver, Toronto, mm-hmm. Montreal. They haven't played in their – it's been almost two years, and they've – you know, got you got to feel for these teams and their fans, and these teams have had to play in Florida, and uh, they've played all over. I mean, it's even the Canadian national team as well had to play World Cup qualifiers and empty stadiums in Illinois, and it's crazy, dude. I, I can you imagine being away from your family all that time? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some brought their family over here, but still, you're you're not home. You're not home. That's not. And he's oh, yeah. kind of good. So, yeah, I mean, Chris Armis, I mean, he, he got fired and he never even got a step foot in Toronto. So, he, kind of funny how he he coached Toronto, but never stepped foot on Toronto, Toronto soil. <laughs> how he, exactly he never do you even, run a man? So, they're running him out of town, even though he's never been in town. He didn't even have to empty his office out. You know, he, was, he never even got to enter his office in Toronto. So, uh, empty out your <laughs> hotel room, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. You lost the room. We already knew that. I uh, just asked Josie. And then they get a result. And then they get a result. So they yeah, they, they and yeah, I saw that. They that happens a lot. Usually you see that happen a lot in every sport. A coach gets fired and usually the team comes out and And it was against the team that's one of the top in the league. So yeah. go figure. <laughs> Wild stuff. So interesting stuff going on. Watch MLS. This this week has been bizarro land result wise minus ours that was good. But the others have been really weird results. Um, Seattle could, keeps winning, though. But really interesting uh, now that all these players have gone away to Gold Cup and elsewhere. Wild results because of it. And I guess everybody gets pretty much a vacation this weekend. Mm-hmm. So do we. Okay, which is good for Heart of LAFC podcasts. Is that means <laughs> we're not going to air on we're not going to air on Monday. We're going to take our little meeting vacation. We'll be back Thursday though. That's for sure. Okay, because then we got a game to talk about. But Everyone else needs that break, too. I think that's why the Canadian team's got to go home. They can now adjust back. All good things. All good things. Uh, Let's move on, dude. Community stuff, punk. I know you got something good for us today. For community news? (laughs) Community and music. Oh, music. music. Yeah, music. Yeah, Uh, communities. (laughs) Just to all of our listeners, if you guys have anything going on, whether it's your supporter groups or whatever, get out, uh, contact us, and we will definitely promote it. I know... Uh, I forgot to mention it a couple weeks ago when I was doing watch parties for the Empire Boys at our watch party. We were doing a fundraiser, $5 tickets. We were giving away a, a jerseys. We had a, some tickets. Not, I don't think it was LAFC tickets. I think it was actually Charger tickets. But we, uh, it was for uh, – oh, man, I forgot. For uh, – I'm sorry. But but uh, if when you guys have anything going on, hit us up, and we will let people know. But – I do have a vinyl this week. Uh, it's last few weeks have been all been different. We had uh, thank you, uh, black black Rastagari, vinyl Rasta dude. You, you were awesome, man. Uh, He's I, in I, the I chat him. down there, by okay, the way. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great, and uh, we had reggae and uh, Joseph Willie went left field with uh, Willie Nelson. I mean, the week before that, I went Disneyland, Pirates of the Caribbean. He did, he yeah. Did. So I'm not gonna go punk this time, just because I I I. 
and I was a youth in the '90s, junior high, high school in the '90s. Um, to Generation X, we had some awesome music. <laughs> so I busted out the first uh, Weezer album. Weezer, yeah, Dude, the blue. This album, is this yes. is the the blue album is great, man. Great songs like Buddy Holly and uh, the Undone Sweater song. I think every song is great on here. I mean, it, it's a great it album. Is. And another reason why I picked it out is Rivers Rivers Comos. He's a uh, he's a big soccer fan, especially the U.S. national team. He really, I mean, he's actually I think he's like written songs for them, and uh, yeah. he's a huge supporter of U.S. soccer. Uh, uh, if he listens, I don't think he does, but hey, uh, he's <laughs> he, he 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 is a football. He is he he is a soccer fan, football fan. So he, uh, but that that blue album is. I love that album. I ever listened to that when I was in high school, and uh, but I decided to just throw that up. Uh, next time I'm on, I should go to punk rock. But uh, I figured, you know what, we'll we'll, we'll we'll go a little different for a couple of weeks and see how it goes. But it's a fun album to listen to. It, it's I think the mix-up's there. a good thing. I I was like, you guys didn't mind Willie Nelson, right? Who who mind? No, Willie no, Nelson? that's cool. Yeah, really? yeah. No. old country. I mean, I I I, I listen to Johnny Cash. I mean, John. Johnny Cash is the original punk rocker. He is, no, I mean, the original. I mean, there's no one. There was no one more punk rock than Johnny Cash. Dude, a gig in a prison. That's all you got to know, right? Man in black, man. Yeah, it's yeah, and I can sing that music. I ain't gonna lie. It's deep. It's cool (laughs) with me. I can get away with it. I don't sound like a complete genius. So. yeah, I dig I dig the country. You already know that. I like everything though. It's eclectic. So I like the eclectic vibes that we've had so far. Keep it up. If you guys have some crazy uh nominations, I, I bring it to the gallery. Like if you guys like, hey, bring out this genre, challenge you to find something, we'll find it. We'll find something in that genre and, and have fun with it. I we're weird like that. So yeah, I guess Heart of LAOC becomes eclectic. Sweet. Uh going forward here, uh I will say this. Shout out to everybody that's doing viewing parties at this time. It's really hard to do them right now. It's oh. it's kind of out there. And, you know, Empire, I saw Expos was a party beer company. This is good things, guys. You know, you're, 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 you're bringing things back to life, bringing business back up. Um, shout out to Pat for getting the bar partner program back off the ground again and moving. So go check that out on the website. There's a lot of good places to watch games. Yes, I know we all get to recharge this weekend and then go and watch some massive finals. I'm sure those places are all going to be open showing the finals, right? So we've got Argentina versus Brazil. Brazil. Wow. Yeah, what a, what game. a battle that is. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, Messi's last chance, right? That's going to be cool. And then you have probably my two least favorite teams in Europe playing against each other. I'll just say it out, out loud. Yes, I said that part out loud. Uh, Italy versus England. For the first time in my life ever, I'm going to root for Italy in a match. I know. How weird. Uh, but y'all know why. So it's, <laughs> yeah. Now, hey, now. My, my mom's yeah. side's mostly British, English, so I'll be cheering for England. I mean, my mom's maiden name is Aston, so that's pretty British right there. So, my, of course, my uncle's favorite team is Aston Villa because his last name's Aston. So, uh, yeah, if, if they win, I will be blasting uh, the song uh, England Belongs to Me by Coxborough. So, Dang. So, yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but, I, you know, if I'm going to make a prediction, I don't even think it's going to be close. Oh, no. I don't. 
So. I doubt it. I think Italy's going to take this thing and take it in style. I mean, if they can hit penalties where they're hitting penalties, I don't know, man. They got swagger. Uh, I love swagger. Swagger's unless, a good thing. And then the messy story. Do you, uh, I mean, a, yeah, we. Let's we touch know who on the that. house team is. Yeah. Right. England's the house team. They're the favored sons for this match. I don't get it, but okay. The other one, of course, is Messi. Do you guys think he's finally going to lift this trophy in this way? He has to to cement his he career. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, he's he like I I have a coworker who's Argentinian, and we talk about it all the time. She doesn't follow soccer, but she understands. The, like I said, the only downfall with Messi is. If he played just one season in Argentina, the story might be different. But since he's never played at Newell Boys, that's 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 his his mark that he doesn't get it. And that's the whole that's I'm sorry to say, that's that sucks, but he has to win it in order to, to even be put up with Maradona. Yeah, I think he tough. I think he's gonna mm-hmm. I think Messi's gonna have a if if they do it, he's gonna have to do it. He's gonna have to win it. He's gonna have to have the best game of his, his international career. To so it would it would be great because I mean he is he's messy. So it'd be, it'd be great to see him. I mean Brazil has so much hardware. It'd be nice to see Argentina and I mean Argentina fans, man. I mean I, I've watched Dude. documentaries on Argentina. So, wow, they I mean speechless when I watched like their their supporters it's crazy it's the, the game the changers always yeah always the church of maradona uh, right the church of maradona i you know i look i look at this match i'm not going to refer anything related to neymar that's another thing with me <laughs> not, a fan. not a, i know i i respect the talent but the approach is not cool yeah uh I, I really do want to see Messi take this. The odds are stacked. I will say this. I do think the odds are heavily stacked against Argentina getting a result in this match. I think it leans to Brazil, not only because of where it's being played, but I just they're they're more complete, I think, this year. But maybe we get the Messi special and he does something pretty wild. I'm hoping for it. I really I do want to see a storybook end to this to this one. That's for sure. Uh yeah, interesting. So that's what's going on out there. Go watch your games. Go enjoy them. Of course, before we close things out and do our final comments, we always go back to our family, uh, our 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 supporters, the guys that show up week in, week out, and put up with my crazy blathering all the time. Uh, so let's throw it out there because I think there's some rumors as well. So the story to me, let's move it here. I saw that. Uh, Pablo uh, Morales, just the fact that he's free and he's coming from Pachuca's Academy is enough for me. Yeah, he's mentioning the kid. All good things. This is the one, the rumor. So the one and only Pablo Morales is throwing up rumors in the comments so then we get to react in real time. You're the man, dude. Uh, He says, in Colombia, they're saying LAFC is in negotiations with Millonarios for Cristian Arango, uh, a center forward. Hey... Hey, that's cool. Uh, and it says, interesting. Ne- Marvin said, never heard of him. Looked him up. His value went up from 300K recently to 3.3 million. And he's been loaned to Benfica regularly. That's an interesting vibe. 5'10", 26 years old. Uh, Martin, Marvin. Dude, Marvin's like, dude, trust me. This guy's got the info. Um, 
Y'all know what you did. You know what you did, Marvin. Beautiful things. Uh, pretty well known. He has 100,000 followers on IG. You have to be pretty known to have that many as a soccer player. Agreed. Agreed. Him and Atuesta are friends. Follows the MLS too. Hey, the connection. <laughs> Smalls Kenobi. I actually got thrown in there. England is Carson. Dig it, dude. Love it, man. Uh, I'll just keep going past. <laughs> Good stuff, Smalls. Uh, Pablo Morales says, I've been monitoring Colombian radio uh, lately, and what I see as a problem is that millionarios reject offers for loans, and they want cash, $3 million minimum. So they're starved for cash. Okay. And they can hang them to MLS. Oof. Oof. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. And then Carlos C mentions he says if that's true, they're going to need to move Rodriguez or Rossi, or let me be that guy and say both. It's a ma- it's only a matter of time, guys. I don't want to be Debbie Downer for this episode, but it could be both. Just just be real with it, okay? Uh, so that's that's an interesting vibe. Uh, we'll see how this plays out. I'm really looking forward to seeing if this is a legit offer. Because, man, that would be a massive impact for our club. To have a target, man, would be crazy killer for us. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, it seems like all the signings are leaning towards that 4-3-3 setup again, though. Right, guys? A winger, mm-hmm. a center forward. Hmm, interesting. All right, so back to the Messi thing. Alan Hernandez says Messi's got to do it for Maradona. It's the time. It's the moment. I agree. I agree. Uh, Carlos, even though I like Messi at Barca, can't root for Argentina. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So that was the the comments for that. Uh, I'll throw it out there to Marvin. Says he could be a high TAM. Doesn't seem that expensive. And his salary can be under $1 million. For the new guy? Don't know yet, right? We'll see what happens. If if we're getting the Atuesta special and his buddies helping buddies, then you get kind of cool deals like that. So... Um, if, if Carson can get a guy like Pavone for like $2, anything can happen, right? Maybe we get to play the funny money game and make it happen. It's MLS. It's what we do here. So we'll see. We'll see. Good stuff to you guys for bringing up, especially you, Pablo and Marvin. You guys have always had like the cool rumors. Rumors. Marvin was throwing me some crazy videos. I think we discussed that later, uh, earlier in this episode. Uh, you're the man, dude, for finding that. I played nice and played quiet, but dude, it was on. Oh, I'm going to stay down for so long. Um, <laughs> good things. Good things for sure. Uh, and it sounds like it's going to work anyway. So yeah, thank you everybody for commenting tonight. It was a good, lively crew. Again, news coming out of the sidelines, man. I dig it. Uh, so on that note, I am going to, of course, transition us towards the end of our episode. I know all good things must come to an end. So I'm going to move this one over to Jason. Jason, give us your final thought of the day, sir. Final thoughts, a two-game win streak. We got six points and two road games. Huge. I'm excited. I think the team is uh, getting back on the right track. And uh, just a little stat I heard on the post-game show last night listening at work, uh, the the Dave Denholm. uh, People are complaining that Vela isn't scoring. Just to let you guys know, uh, Dave brought up a good point. Uh, We are 5-1-1 when Vela starts. So... Just keep that in mind, and uh, thank you, Dave Denholm. You are amazing, and even though I wasn't able to watch it, I missed uh, going to the watch party, especially since uh, uh, Ken the Falconer was out at the Empire Boys watch party, so I was really bummed that I missed that. 
But uh, listening is Dave. You are awesome. I mean, you you make listening to the game so exciting. So uh, thank you, Dave. Good stuff. Thank you, sir. I think you're on you're on point there. Yeah, Vela doesn't score, but then Vela assists. Yeah, he's got what five six. He's got five assists this season. So he's like our he's top in the lineup man we, so we, far. So yeah, it's good. It's good. A uh, win's a win. Oh, exactly. We keep yeah. saying that. <laughs> one is enough. One is enough. We'll take the win. Uh, one would have been enough again. It's enough. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, now it brings it to the one and only Tony. Tony, man, thank you uh, for all that you've done today, coming back into the mix and doing this thing, finally getting your debut, getting your <laughs> minutes for the heart of LAFC. Uh, you have the floor, sir. Final thought of the day. Final thought would probably be just for fans to remember, it's a long season. We don't play European ball where every game matters. It does matter, of course, but just get ourselves into the dance, then we can wreck habit. These dirty games are perfect for those playoff games when we just can't seem to click. But honestly, long season ahead. Let's just keep going. Hopefully our new signings are better. Hopefully B-Rod shows up and plays to his potential. After that, go LAFC. <laughs> At the end of the day, right? Always go LAFC. Highs the lows. That's why we're in this game. So, uh, first and foremost, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Pablo, Marvin, the crew, even Jerry Reynoso, man. He had some cool comments earlier in the show. Thank you, all of you guys that make this show happen. I don't do this show without you guys. You're the reason why I keep doing this thing. It's your support that keeps me into this thing. By far. By far. Um, if me talking to a wall, it ends tomorrow. But you guys supporting the show is the reason why we keep doing this. This has always been about the community. It will always be about the community. We're going to find new ways to get more of you guys on as well, uh, especially with the new format. So if you're interested in jumping on, tell me. I would love to, to bring more of the faithful on here and feature what you guys want to talk about. Get a little interesting. Get a little fun. It's a long season. We still have like another half to go, really. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Tony, you've been a rock star today, man. Good stuff. Good debut on the day. Good run out from the lad, right? Good run. Yeah, good job. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. Definitely will be asking me. it. You know I'm going to ask you back on. You already knew that. Already. Oh, so anytime, yeah. anytime, whenever, whenever you'll have it, me, I'll, I'll be here. Dude, love it, man. Good stuff. Uh, so you guys, thank you once again. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy the games this weekend. Cup finals are always fun to watch. Uh, wear your colors whenever you get the chance. Support it. Rivalry match is quickly approaching. I kid you not. It will be here before you know it. Around, you know, episode 200 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. I was telling the guys today, it's actually going to hit about that time. Dude, it's beautiful. It's just going to work that way. Uh, so, wear the colors. Do what you do best. Represent the city the way you know to represent it. And of course, stay golden. listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over